What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Up Tempo Podcast. I'm here with my co-host Dustin Smith tonight, and we are here to recap the 80 to 77 loss with the Auburn Tigers going to Morgantown, dropping a heartbreaker. It was a tough one to watch, Dustin, man. Uh, but first, I'm going to ask you, how was your weekend? And I know we're watching some NFL playoffs, the NFC Championship earlier. Now the AFC Championship is uh, going on as we speak. Joe Burrow down a tutter right now, man. How's everything been going for you? Everything's good. Uh, I wish that the Sunshine State was Sunshine State. It's been raining for a couple <laughs> weeks here, and I'm getting pretty tired of that. Uh, I know the same for you, only an hour away from me. Uh, NFC Championship game, that was a dud, man. And, like, what are you supposed to do when you're down to four quarterbacks and yep. the only one you got can't even throw? So just really – no, nah, even uh, he can't even judge that one. Just unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and man, San Francisco—they just keep, God, they just keep getting right there, and, and just they just can't get a break, brother. And Bad look, man. That's kind of how I felt about Auburn on Saturday. Like, hmm. I mean, I'm not saying we didn't dig a big hole, but man, it just seemed like every loose ball, every this, every like crucial call, just everything. Yeah. We were just fighting the uphill battle the entire time. Just. I don't know, man. We played uh, – if you go back to the A&M game within the first half of West Virginia, we played 60 minutes of really bad basketball. Oh, absolutely. I, I absolutely agree with that, Dustin. Uh, man, the first half of that West Virginia game was some of the worst basketball I've seen in the Bruce Pearl era, honestly. Mm -hmm. Just there, there was no cohesiveness. Uh, it just looked like – we just didn't even – we weren't even ready to be there. I don't know if it was the 11 a.m. tip, uh, just a long travel. I don't – I'm not sure. But, man, one thing that really stuck out to me, and I wanted to talk to you about it tonight as a main as a main focus of this basketball team, and that is Wendell Green Jr. being the only guard right now that is producing, okay? Uh, and, and we've talked about this on this podcast multiple times. I mean, week after week after week, man. How bad is it that Wynn just can't get help at that at the guard position, man? And and I'm talking about Zepp Jasper, all right? He, he, he's not getting it done offensively, okay? I'm talking about Katie Johnson. Nowhere to be found, all right? Uh, and, and he – what, he had 10 – he had 10 yeah, it yesterday. Was his, it was his best performance in a while, but it's like yeah. even when he goes off and misses that free throw, you're just like, okay, man, well, you, mm. here you go. You have your chance to tie the game, and you still, mm. like, you didn't come up with clutch. That's just – I was, like, I was getting excited. You know, he made that steal, and you're like, okay. Yep. And then it was just when he missed it, it was just like, of course, of course Katie missed it. Like, that's yep. how I felt. It was like, of course you did, bro. Of course you didn't yep. tie the game. Same thing with Jalen. And, like, when he missed the free throw, that could have tied the game. And when it comes to, to when it comes to Wendell and there being nobody to help him, it's like he's already a small guard. You made a good point off air. It seems like when Mississippi State figured out, hey, let's trap. Mm -hmm. We've seen it ever since then. We yeah. saw it off to the A and M game. That's kind of what A and M's going to do anyway. They did it, but they did us. They did win the exact same way um, in the tournament game last year, the SEC tournament game, yeah. and then we saw it from West Virginia the entire time. We figured it out somewhat in the second half, but at that point, you've dug yourself such a hole with just stupid turnovers, and oh, we're down by 16, right? It's just like, yeah, yeah, dude. My problem with the first half and my problem with the entire A&M game was the defense. I'll take, I'll take the offense. I got, I know. Uh, Did you see that, T. Higgins? 
Hold on, here we go. <laughs> yeah, Joey B's a bad man. <laughs> Joey I didn't Burrow, mean to cut you off. No, no, Jerry Burry Burrow, Joey B is sick, bro. He is he is a sick dude. No doubt, um, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. This game's this is gonna be like 10 years of this. Like these dudes are just getting started. Pat Mahomes. I mean, this is wild. Like we talked about before the Trevor Lawrence, the AFC, that whole scene is crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just no one to help win. You were counting on, I mean, chance hasn't played in forever. Mm. Like there's just you're getting nothing there. Um, what you would like with a guy like Wynn is you would like for the for the two guard to be a bigger guy. So like Wynn can play his game when that's fine. Like he, obviously he can't make himself bigger. So mm. He, but there's things that he does well. Like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. discredit even even the opponent that it was. I did just watch him go for, what, 16 and 13, 16 and 14. Like, he's been playing yeah. good ball. Um, the thing is, you got to have somebody to spell that. There needs to yep. be, like, a nice combo guy to that, the way that Bryce Brown complimented Jared Harper. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't have that. Not only does he not have that, he doesn't have anybody at all helping him in yep. any kind of way. Um yep. So he's just having to carry the load. There's not even really another ball handler. Uh, I mean, other than Trey, you know, like, but you can't run them together. So when yep. Wynn's out there, he's the only guy bringing the ball up. It is just, uh, did you, how about Jalen trying to go coast to coast? <laughs> Man, you know, that, that's the thing, Dustin, is like, I was on a podcast earlier, man, and I, and that is one of the biggest points that I made is, Everybody's like, oh, Wendell Green Jr. this, Wendell Green Jr. that. And I see them on Twitter, bro, and they're like, they're getting it win, and they're like, oh, you got to play better. What What do you mean play better? Like, Wendell Green Jr. has given it to us this year. Like, like he has given us what we thought we would see from him. And the people around Wendell mm-hmm. at the guard position is who need to play better, all right? Zepp Jasper, I'm calling you out, okay? I want to see you. Shoot the basketball, all right? Six-year senior. I, like, you can, yes. you can shoot. We've seen you make shots. Shoot it. Yes. All right, KD, all right? Where are you at? What is wrong? What is in the mental right now? I don't know. I saw flashes yesterday, Dustin. I saw flashes, but I need to see more. I need make to see – yeah. yes, yes. I need to see it elevated, okay? Because what I saw last year, I'm not seeing the same KD this year, all right? And, and like I said earlier on, on – the podcast I went on, I said, in my opinion, that is what's holding Auburn back is Katie Johnson. He's holding Auburn back right now. Did he play great defense yesterday? Absolutely. All right. We saw a a slim, slim version of what Katie can be. All right. But I need to see it elevated going forward. Okay. Jalen Williams, I need to see you oozing confidence 11 shots five shots against AM 11 shots that's not enough I want to see 16 shots in one game all right not five and 11 I want to see 16 shots okay it can't keep being the win and Joe Nye show Dustin because these two dudes are playing their tails off all right I need to see back-to-back performances from Flan like we saw a couple weeks ago all right I just I get aggravated, man. And then, and then, like, you brought up a great point with off-air. We were talking about Johan. And we saw eight from Johan. 
He hit a three against South Carolina. That was on the road. We saw him getting kind of confident, kind of smiling and having fun. And then what happens after that, Dustin? What happens? Hadn't played. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. Like, I don't get the rotations either right now. Like, Lior comes in, hits a three, and then he gets nine minutes. And Sam Trey? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what's going on. But you have a you have a guy in Lior. What what's one of our biggest problems, Dustin, is we don't shoot the three ball well. And you got a guy in Lior that every time he's on the court, what's he do? He hits he hits a pretty big three when he's out there. Yeah, he might get beat on defense a couple times. Uh, but when it, when he's out there, I see a guy that busts his tail and he makes plays. So I think he needs more minutes. I think Trey Donaldson needs more minutes. I mean, Trey, when he was in the game yesterday, that is when I honestly think that, you know, we really made the run to get back into it. I, I saw a spark with Trey. I saw him uh, ele- elevating everybody else's play, Dustin. And, yeah, and football mentality came out on the road. Yeah, and and – I think he, he's he's too athletic and he's too uh, special of a guard to only be getting nine minutes, man. Like that, that just doesn't sit with me the right way, man. I, I don't care that he's a freshman. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Well, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter because what you were banking on, rotation wise for the three freshmen coming into the season, that hasn't happened. And yeah. So, and at this point, it's clear, like. Yeah, Trey's gonna have freshman moments. He's had some some shaky performances. Yeah, like you like you said, he was the anchor last night. He kind of he he steadied it, man. Uh, he yep. came in, played good, and you kind of saw that that free safety mentality. Like I ain't scared of this. I'm not scared of this Morgantown, this road. Like he's yeah. a dog. Uh, the thing to remember with Trey is that he's ahead of schedule. Like we didn't expect him to be playing this big of a role this early. Mm-hmm. So he's still having a lot to learn and come into his own. But like I'm with you. I mean when you look at the minutes that KD's getting and the minute that Zeb's getting, it's like, well, we can chop these down and give these to Trey. Here's Dude. the thing too. Here's the thing too. Like Zeb for sure is not going to be on the roster next year. And if it keeps going this way, I know Bruce has a policy and I know him and KD are close, but if you're serious about winning, then you're going to have to make a decision and KD's going to have to get processed. So as like Trey's a bigger part of your plans in the future too. And if the other guys, if the seniors, if the veterans aren't contributing, it's like, mm-hmm. well, let's go, let's let the young guy get his run. Do you think, do you think chance is done for the year? Like you think that's a wrap? Dude. I mean, and I, yeah, I guess. Cause like yeah. we've, we were blowing some people out where I thought, okay, if you're going to see him, you're going to see him. And like in the LSU game, like that yeah. would have been the perfect time to put him in. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just been, there's been some situations where it would have been interesting if we would have, if West Virginia would have kept blowing us out, say we mm-hmm. were down by 20 with it. It was six minutes to go. Does he put chance in? I don't know, but like, it appears like we're not going to see him this year. And the thing is you look at the schedule, it only gets tougher. Um, every game is pretty it's pretty tough after this right mm. so are you going to put chance in in that moment i doubt it yeah and you know dustin that's one of the things i i made a tweet right after the georgia game 
And I, I was I was an upset fan when I made it. And I said, hey, look, you know, this this was an NIT performance. What we saw tonight in Athens was NIT worthy. Uh, you know, I, did I really believe it at the time? No. But once again, Auburn has a chance to get a quad one win and you can't get it done. So who has Auburn beat this year? Auburn fans, talk to me now. Listen to me. Who have we beat this year? I'm waiting on it. Don't come in with – I don't want to hear Northwestern, okay? I, I just – they're 15-5, and 6-3 and three in the Big Ten. The Big Ten is absolutely trash. It's terrible. I don't think it's a good conference this year. Who, who's the other win? Who's the other win? Colgate, Dustin? I mean – Yeah, they're little, not there. Uh, what, Mississippi State? I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, who, who else have we beat? I just look, man. You better start picking up. You better start picking up dubs, Dustin. You got plenty uh, of opportunities. <laughs> plenty of opportunities. And guess what? If you keep losing right now, because every quad one game you've been in, you've stumbled. All right, and and you know, you. I think we're pushing a fine line with not thinking that we could end up on the bubble. You know, a lot of Auburn fans think that they're just a lot right now to just be in the tournament. You know, they're like, oh, well, it's Auburn. They're in the tournament. No, we're not a lot. We have to start winning big-time games, and it starts this week with Georgia and Tennessee. You get a home game midweek, and then you go on the road to Tennessee, which, in my opinion, is a bad matchup, like we were talking off air, a really bad matchup for Auburn in my eyes. But you better get a dub this week at home against Georgia, a team that cooked you with, once again, their guard play cooked you uh, with Oquendo as being their main guy. We know he's going to get his, but you better step up uh, against their other guards because they had one guard, his name's slipping my mind right now. I think he had 20-plus on us. So, uh, you know, it, it's just – it's frustrating as an Auburn fan right now because, like, like we were talking off air, and the – the times have changed in Auburn basketball, okay? Like, we're not that that below-average program, that that bottom feeder at the SEC anymore, Dustin. This program under Bruce Pearl expects to win. We expect SEC championships. We expect uh, to go into the tournament, Elite Eight, Sweet Sixteens, Final Fours. Like, we expect that. And so you're going you're gonna to have fans freak out, okay? You're going to have fans push the – the panic button, but that tells me that that's the sign that things are right where they right where they need to be in the program. But when you come out and you you get absolutely annihilated in your home building, all right, by Texas A and M, and it seems like they've had our number the past couple times out. Yeah. So, uh, and then you go on the road and you lose to a West Virginia team, who I, th- in my opinion, you should have beat. Yeah, uh, sure. even though it was on the road, you should have beat West Virginia. So now everybody's just kind of, uh, you know, and and I do like to see that with Auburn fans. But to sit here and think that Northwestern and Colgate are two big time wins, I'm sorry, I can't get down with that, Dustin. No, I don't. There's not a big win that I can point to. I think Arkansas is like the most talented team we've beat. Yeah. Um. Uh. So, but I mean, and I think they'll. I don't know, man. The SEC so up. I say I think Arkansas is going to still make the tournament. I don't know. Here's the thing for us. Um, it can go either way. Like, you've got you got a big opportunity this week. You beat Georgia and you beat Tennessee. And then I'm not going to say you just – I'm not going to say you just for, you forgot about this week. 
but then all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're sitting you know what i mean like there's there's just say you, you just split with alabama like man you can almost go 500 down the stretch yeah how hard our schedule is and just be like okay cool like i've got enough good wins here because that means you no still want some really like we, we still gotta play missouri dude like they're a really yeah. good team man um so yeah this is this it's gonna be tough bruce has already said it's like the toughest stretch you know he's had to face in a long time um but we have a veteran team like there's no excuses we're not we're not really depending on any young guys all these guys have been in this before so yeah i mean it's feast or famine at this point as you go sink or swim it's all it's all right here it's not gonna get any easier but just about every game from this point on is gonna be a big time matchup so you've got every chance no doubt it's go time bro so um, one thing I, I wanted to talk about tonight was the Stevenson kid from West Virginia, man. Uh, this is the third straight performance <laughs> Auburn has given up a 30-piece nugget, all right? Yeah. Uh, any concern going forward? Uh, I know Stevenson was just absolutely getting the mismatch, shooting over the defenders, man. And once again, we, we know that is one of Auburn's problems at, at the guard position, the, the size advantage that other teams are going to have, man. But uh, any any concern going forward? And, and honestly, Dustin, that is one of the reasons why I think Tennessee is a bad matchup for Auburn uh, because they got some sharp shooters over there, cuz, and, and I, think, I think that's going to be a tough one. Yeah, I'm I'm very concerned that you're giving up three thirty straight scores. I'm mm-hmm. that's because here's the thing, if we're gonna do anything, we have to be able to hang our hat on defense. If we're yes. not play, if we're not playing good defense, yes, then what are we doing? Because that's our whole that's our whole thing. Yep. So like, no, we haven't been playing good defense. Uh, it tightened up in the second half, you know. But like, mm-hmm. listen, man, we there's been some easy stuff inside. And that needs to get cleaned up. And a lot of times, man, we get lost. We over-switch. We over-pursue. And there's a guy wide open somewhere for three. Um, mm-hmm. There's just little things that, honestly, we're too old of a team to be doing. It's too far in the season for these issues to be popping up. Yep. If anybody's going to get it fixed, it's Bruce Pearl. But, yeah, I'm not – look, I haven't been pleased with our defense for the last couple of games. So, yeah, I'm not going to act like it's not a concern because that's – if we're not playing good defense, we're not going to win. Yeah. We're not going to outshoot yeah. anybody. <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, one thing, one thing, man, is like Auburn didn't shoot bad uh, yesterday. You know, what was it? What do we shoot? 48%? I, 40, I think it was 48%. Maybe I might be a point or two off. I don't know. Uh, it, it was around that, I would say. And then uh, what do we shoot for three? What do we shoot for three? 30%, 31%. So it wasn't like we were our normal self, I, I would say. Um, I think I think we shot okay yesterday. You know, I, well, I don't want to say okay. I think we shot pretty good yesterday. Um, but the defense was just atrocious in the first half, man, and, and we just dug ourselves too big of a hole on the road. Uh, but coming down the stretch, Dustin, and I know you mentioned it, just a minute ago, man, coming down the stretch, watching when it got tight, KD, all right, gets an AM1, Jalen gets an AM1. And we always preach this on this podcast, Dustin, free throw shooting. How painful was it to watch two veteran guys for Auburn go to the line 
and miss. All right. They just missed. And it's it, it goes back to the one thing that that we constantly say ooze with confidence. I want to see confidence dripping from you. And both guys, when they stepped up to the line, I looked at my brother and I said, they're going to miss, man. And he said, nah, nah, they'll sink it. I said, nah. I said, not on the road, not. I said, nah. And what happened, man? It, it's it's just free throw shooting just has never been with Auburn. Let's be honest. Like, we've mm-hmm. never been a great free throw shooting team. I just, I don't get it, man. You got to hit the simple ones. You got to hit the freebies, man. And that is, that cooked me, man. It cooked me for the rest of the day. Losing, because I honestly felt like, bro, if we would have gotten a lead, it was game. I just felt yeah. like we were playing that that well that if we would have gotten a lead, it was game. That would have been one of the best wins in Bruce Pearl's tenure. When yeah. You consider I mean a six a sixteen point comeback, a quad yeah. one win in Morgantown. Yeah, for sure. Um and the SEC, we got smoked, bro. Oh, three what we was it? Three smoked. and seven? Three and seven. And like I'm like you where like I don't I don't pull for the other SEC teams, but like no. when you put a name to it. When you're like, yeah. okay, this is the challenge. It's like, okay, well, I would, I would like for us to win this then. And they kicked our ass. And bro, Alabama, hold. Alabama. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. It, it, it. Now Mississippi State beat Iowa State. Like our uh, Tennessee beat Texas, which scares you for Saturday. Like yeah. our three wins were good wins, but it's just it wasn't a good showing for the conference, and we didn't hold down our deal. We didn't hold down our end of it either. So. Yeah. Frustrating, man, and um, just it's kind of like a nerdy thing. But for me, like I'm so I'm still pissed off about Penn State, right, in football because <laughs> when are we gonna play Penn State again? Like you're not yeah. gonna go to Happy Valley again. You're just yeah. not. Probably not in our yeah. lifetime. We're never gonna get Florida State in the freaking Rose Bowl again, dude. That's yeah. a dream, bro. That is yeah. a dream. Like. Especially being from Pensacola, man. If you sat me down as a kid and said you're gonna play Florida State in the yeah. Rose Bowl, like bro, oh come on. And 21 to 3, 21 to 3, and we blow it like blow there's it. Op- there's opportunities, right? Um, you're gonna play in Morgantown probably one time. Like, and I know that seems like corny or whatever, but like for real, you're gonna play there. Like, this is your one time you're probably gonna play there. And we played them five times ever in basketball. So yeah. And we lost. Like, I'm tired of us doing that. Baseball yeah. goes out to USC at the beginning of the year this year. I know this is a tough ass for a young baseball team. Find a way to win that series, bro. Yeah. Please yeah, man. Me. It, it's, it's frustrating, you know. And and uh, one, one good thing, one good positive of yesterday was watching Alabama just get absolutely cooked, okay? Uh I loved it. I loved every second of it, Dustin. Uh, watching them just get – I mean, Oklahoma couldn't miss, dog. Like, like they were hitting anything and everything yesterday. And watching the Alabama fans just sit there and crumble, all right? And and immediately what they start doing? Talking about Auburn, all right? Got to. But the SEC <laughs> – but the SEC – the SEC got cooked, man. And like, yeah, we did, man. It kind of showed me that we're really not. It kind of hurts us, in my opinion. It kind of hurts us that we went three and seven, and 
when in the eyes of the committee, that's not a good thing. Like if we no. get if we get to the bubble or have a few teams on the bubble, they're gonna look back at this and be like, "Hey, man, is the SEC really about it?" Because they got cooked in the in the Big Twelve Challenge. Like, I don't know, man. It, it was disturbing yesterday to just watch the bad performances all around the league. Like, I mean, Alabama just got torched, bro. I mean, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't hit shots. They weren't playing defense. Like Oklahoma was just cooking from anywhere I, I, I don't know it, it was it was a rough day for the conference man Auburn struggling I don't I, I don't know you know what Dustin one good thing is hearing some rumors about LeBaron filing though all right mm. that's a positive all right when I hear these rumors of mm. LeBaron uh the the 6-4 point guard from Mobile Alabama plays at Baker High School right here in my own backyard man watching what he's doing at the high school level mm. and watching Bruce and, and Coach Flan just get after him in the recruiting process, man. Uh, I know there's been some rumors that Jeff Lee uh, is is maybe moving towards a crystal ball there. Uh, how big would that be? How big of a get would that be? And I know the other kid up in Jersey. Yeah, uh, Tedford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be a huge get as well. Uh, just just – I mean, how exciting is that for Auburn basketball? So you've already got Aiden Holloway on board. Cool, um, man. And uh, but McDonald's Mar- All-American. Yeah. And then McDonald's Peyton All-American. Marshall, the big center. Uh, yeah. Like 300 pounds. He's going to have to lose some weight. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I've watched LeBaron play. Uh, I'm going to get up probably yeah. next weekend, see him play again. I definitely want to see him in the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, the thing with him is he's 6'4 already. So you can probably think he end up at six five, maybe six six. And I watched him hit six straight threes. <laughs> like I watched Dude. him hit six straight. And here was the, here's the thing. So he hit he hit some off the catch and shoot. He hit some off the dribble. Um, there's nothing he can do. Like as far as in the layer, like in the lane, left hand, right hand. I can do. He can do anything. The kid is he's next level, and he's really yeah. the only threat that uh, Baker has. So. He had, like I, I paid attention to how he leads, um, and he he just seems like he's a really good kid. He, he control mm-hmm. he controls the whole game with the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a very high IQ player, and the most important thing is he's big, and he can shoot. Like there's not any question about it. This kid can light it up, and he can score. I saw him hit it every way. I, like I said, layups, dunks. He had a sick alley oop, went up and got it. Um, so like I said, six threes in a row, and then two or three mid range as well. Like mm. he's 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 the real deal offensively. He is the real deal. And then uh, Tedford is six foot, so he might end up at like six one. So yeah. not not the biggest car, but also not five nine like Bruce seems to have an infatuation <laughs> for. Yeah. Um, and then Aiden Holloway, same thing. Aiden's about six one, so uh, six foot. But yeah. those the the thing I like about that combo is their games all complement each other, and mm-hmm. then it's what do we get from Chance? It does he? I mean, is there anything there? What do we? You know, any chance he hits the portal, Dustin? Like maybe? I really, I, yeah, I, I really know. don't know. I, I have no idea. Uh, like almost, I haven't I haven't heard anything like that. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's, just, it's such a weird situation. I mean, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if he hit the portal. Um, but it's not like he's been, if he's upset, he hasn't been vocal and it's yeah. certainly, it's certainly been airtight. Like 
-hmm. we would have heard something, something would have leaked somewhere. You know, somebody would have said something. So I'm, I don't know, man. That's just a really weird situation. I'll say this, this, all I can go is of what we saw. And when he was on the court, he looked like the most lost person out there. Like yeah. even, even worse than what we've seen from Johan. I mean, you remember the last, the last time we saw a chance was when he had a wide open layup and he almost hit the bottom of the backboard with it. Yeah. And we had, yeah. and it, so. you remember the Memphis game uh, when I thought he broke the glass with that three. And I, I, I tweeted, I, I tweeted, bro. And I was like, bro, chance, chance literally just almost broke the glass dog. Like, like he threw it up there so hard, but hey, I did be doing not, that on layups. Oh my God, man. Look, and, and if you're listening to this pod as an Auburn fan, like we're not downing these guys. I just, no. I know their potential. Okay, so that is what I want to see. I want to see a KD Johnson get back to last year's form. We're not making fun of these dudes or downing them or anything like that. We just know what they can be. We saw a chance. Yes, like took the words right out of my mouth, Dustin. Love the chemistry, man. Uh, We saw him in Israel and what he can do. We saw what Johan could do. So that is what we're wanting to see from these cats because we know it's there. We know that this team could potentially be a sweet 16 ball club. Like we're not stupid. We know that, but I want to see it. I want to get put, I want to see it get put on the hardwood and, and I know it's there, but this is all just frustration, man. And I think Mm -hmm. we're, we're thankful. We're thankful that this wasn't a conference loss that, um, good point. Yeah. I mean, that, that that was my biggest, Still six and two in the conference. I'm cool with that. I'm not mad about it. Um, we're thankful this wasn't a conference loss. It stings on the road, but Georgia picks up a conference win yesterday over South Carolina. So you can revenge that loss this week. All right. Revenge that loss. And we're going to be okay. I, I think we're going to be okay. All right. I think, like I said earlier, that the expectations are just so much greater right now. You, this fan base is just kind of – they throw shots in the dark after a loss, Dustin. They, you know, and I do it too. I do it too. I th- I'll throw one out there and be like, man, you know, because I'm just ticked off that we just lost a heartbreaker in Morgantown. I'll throw a shot and be like, you know, NIT team. You Because know, I, I just – do I believe that? No. Uh, do I believe you could find yourself there with this hard schedule coming up? Yeah, yes. Sure. Uh, but – I do love where Auburn basketball is at as a program. Uh, just it's so much better than what it used to be. But my point to this is, Dustin, I want to stop hearing after a loss. I want to stop hearing. Well, you don't remember yeah. where Auburn basketball was. And I know you talked about it off air, and I know it gets under your skin just like it gets under my skin. You don't remember the Tony Barbie days. Yes, we do. We were there. Was, we lived them I, just like you did. I mean, also, I, I was there. Chickens were a lot cheaper, but I was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is so true, man. That is so true. Tickets are through the roof. I mean. And see, and so so that's part of being able to be pissed off about it. Like, yeah. I used to be able to pay $20, go up to Auburn, and watch us get smoked by 30 And that's fine. But now it costs $300. So I don't want to watch us get smoked. Like, Yep. That's just that. Um, and Bruce got the nice raise and he earned it. 
and I love Bruce, and I think Bruce is the best thing to ever happen to Auburn basketball. And even further, like more than that, Bruce helps out the university. I mean, this guy took – he lobbied for years to get an all-basketball facility. And the reason he did that is because he needs it. Like, it's hard on him to run his program and recruit the way he wants to recruit every day when he doesn't have the things that he needs. But NIL happens. And then he realizes, oh, shit, Auburn's behind the football. We can use due to a scholarship uh, limitation that we'll get into later, like on, you know, later baseball podcast. But yeah. the weird situation with scholarships where Auburn is at a big disadvantage than the most SEC schools. So we can use NIL to kind of close the gap there with our mm-hmm. SEC competitors. And then he also see, he saw it in basketball, like, OK, I've got to be able to have the funds now to go get these guys. Um, mm-hmm. you, what was the, the kid's name? Uh, Phillips that we lost to Tennessee, right? Yeah. Um, that was basically an NIL thing on a victory or if whoever it was at the time, I think on a victory would just get started, but whoever it was at the time basically said, Hey Bruce, this is the cap, bro. And then Tennessee yep. was like, well, we're going over that. Um, so Bruce kind of realized, okay, you know, like just the whole school. So he backed off of his facilities and said, you take the money and put it into NIL first mm-hmm. and then come back to me with the facilities. Mm-hmm. So Bruce, I love him. Like what he does for the university. I understand what all of it is. He has built, he has built this program to the position of us being critical when you lose two games in a row. Like he has built us into that. So yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't try to say like, listen, this is basketball. I predicted us to lose eight, nine games at the beginning of the season. So I'm not like, I'm not freaking out when it, when it happens. What we're going, what we're going to call, you know, we're going to call bullcrap, bullcrap. So I don't, I don't need you to read off the creed or tell me about how great of a fan, you know, like, well, it just is what it is because we used to suck. Yep. Huh? Or I guarantee you, you don't take that attitude into football this year, will you? If if we lose a couple of games, you're not going to be like, oh well, we've that's just what Auburn is now. You won't be saying that. <laughs> so don't don't go around on Twitter calling yourself a blue blood. And then when you lose, <laughs> right, backing it up and being like, oh, well, you don't remember the Tony Barbie days. I, yeah. uh, don't do that, man. Look, if you're going to go around saying you're a blue blood, take yeah. it on the take it on the mouth like Kansas did during that three-game losing streak. And then they walked into Rupp Arena last night and, and waxed Kentucky. All right? That's how you do it. That's how you go about it. Okay? So I, I do want to see that. I'm, I'm tired of seeing the whole, uh, well, it's the Auburn Creed and, and – um, you know, you don't remember those days and all that. And Auburn basketball has come so far. Yeah, it has come so far. And, and I'm glad that it has. But I'm sick of seeing just after losses, man. Like, no, if you're going to call yourself a blue blood, act like it. Act like it. You know, be the guy. But but, but before we get out of here, Dustin, one last question, man. And, and I know we've had a streak. And our streak seemed to be getting broken here lately. But – when the polls come out tomorrow, is Auburn still ranked? No. No. Yeah. No, I don't see how. No. Um, and if you pay any attention to how these they're not they're gonna they're taking every opportunity they can to have us not ranked. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not yeah. they're not gonna go out of their way to to keep us in there. Uh mm-hmm. they're they want to get us out. Uh I don't think this isn't like some Auburn fan conspiracy. If you just paid attention since Bruce Post come to Auburn, the establishment doesn't like us. Mm-hmm. So 
Well, no, we won't be ranked, but I don't really care. And here's the thing. Like I said, you've got so many big opportunities. So just build up that resume. You know, you look at the close loss to USC on the road. You look yeah. at the close loss to West Virginia on the road. If you win other big games and you have a nice resume, then at the end of the season, you can go back and look at those games, and, and it's not really going to hurt you that much in seeding. It's not going to hurt you that much in the eyes of the committee. It's mm-hmm. pissed off as we are when we lost them because they're going to look at it and say, okay, well, they have these nice wins, and then what, a three-point loss to USC a three yeah. on the road, a three-point loss in Morgantown to a good West Virginia team on the road like that? That's not going to kill you. Like so, you just But, you know, like you said, if you if it starts spiraling, you know, if if the guys don't start stepping up, if somebody doesn't start helping win out, yep, then it falls out of you know it can go down fast with the schedule we got. So yep. it's gonna start this week with I mean, they they better be pissed off to play Georgia. They better be oh, ready yeah. for Georgia. I better not see them come out flat again. <sighs> don't don't get your feelings hurt, man. How about how about Pat Mahomes just fumbling that snap, Dustin and Sensi getting on it? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a classic. I'm telling but, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of one of my boys, one of my boys in this group chat we're in, right, bro? He just said, "Here's Patty's flu game." And as soon as he said it, he fumbled the snap, and since he got it, and he was like, "Man, he's like, I'm as bad as Buffalo Wild Wings commercials." And <laughs> But, uh, man, Dustin, before we get out of here, man, I'm going to give you the floor to drop all your social media stuff, your content, your podcast that you do. I know you got your YouTube channel and stuff like that, man, just producing all kinds of content, NFL, uh, college basketball, football, all that good stuff, man. Let us know where we can find you at. Yeah, buddy. Appreciate you. Uh, yeah. you follow me on Twitter, D McShad, D-M-I-C-H-A-U-D-28. Uh, I have something coming out Tuesday on another po- uh, podcast network talking about the – Auburn football recruiting class. So mm. on Twitter, you know, I'll post that link and everything. Yeah. And uh got your boy Josh coming on to do the Oklahoma podcast soon. We yeah. already we were we were gonna do that. Some things came up, I had to get a new internet, all kind of stuff. Um yeah. but that's coming out soon. So plenty of content coming. Big week, man, over at Southern Sports Daily. Follow us there and then up tempo, man. Follow us, give us a like, Spotify, all that as well. Yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna start kicking this uh, YouTube page up and and start uploading these bad boys on YouTube and get things right, man, and uh, and just really starting to try to push this thing and grow the content. And for all of these Auburn fans and whoever, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna start kicking it back, uh, going and getting two four seven on three guys, getting them in here and talking about college football and college baseball. And I want to get back to that uh, here shortly. And uh, Tuesday, big announcement. Big announcement, Dustin. The biggest one, maybe uh, to me, the biggest one uh, that that I've had so far, man. Uh, Mikey Matsu, uh, national champion at LSU. Uh, the the center fielder, starting center fielder for the 09 national champions, the LSU Tigers, man. He was a true freshman that year. Uh, come in about, you know, a quarter of the way through the season and just started the rest of the way, man. One of the goats of LSU Tigers baseball. He is going to come on Tuesday, and me and him are going to sit down, and we are going to get after it about this number one preseason ranking. I'm going to ask him what it was like to play in Omaha, what it was like to be a true freshman and step into that role in center field in Alex Box Stadium. Uh, What was it like? How much pressure was there? 
uh, and and we're going to talk about their baseball recruiting. Brian Kelly, year one, man. So I'm just extremely excited about it. Uh, we just we just keep getting these guests, man. And and I appreciate Mikey for even responding to me, man. Like his podcast, like. 15,000 followers like he's up and coming in the LSU industry and and he's just growing each and every day and extremely nice guy man I messaged him he said hey no problem man he said sorry for taking so long uh, on the response back he was like I've had a crazy month but he said I would absolutely just enjoy to come on your podcast he said I know you're an Auburn guy he said I'm an LSU guy and we can talk college baseball so uh, that that's extremely exciting to me and uh, and we're going to keep getting after it, brother. So uh, I'm excited. Yeah, man, I'm excited where we're going. And and with that being said, we're going to end this one here and war damn Eagle to everyone. And we will catch you on the next one. We're out.